0: You mentioned the guitar behind me and I wanted to start asking you a question about the guitar, your guitar playing as well. Um, you've always been an artist, a musician who tries to challenge uh, himself. Now, have, is, is it uh, true that you started uh, getting into alternate picking? Because I'm sure you're a very accomplished guitarist. So how do you challenge yourself?
1: Um, you know, there's, there's so much to learn on the guitar, even by the time all of us um, spend a lifetime learning. You're only, you know, scratching the surface no matter how good you are. So it's, uh, I'll just try to dive into completely different, um, techniques. You, you know, recently it's just, um, you know, the right hand doesn't only just hold a pick, you know, you can do anything, you can do so much with the right hand. And, um, um, you know, I would love to spend time working on slide guitar. I think that's such a, a great, uh, great tool. I just haven't had the time, but, um, you know I'll just find something I dig maybe I'll dive into a country player and learn how to get my chicken picking down better or uh, uh dive into some neo uh, neo soul I think there's a lot of great neo soul players um you know the last thing I would do these days is to go and 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 look up shred guitar you know that's I try to that's what I was when I was younger I tried to learn all the shred stuff now that I'm older I like to learn more bluesy jazzy um you know some classy phrasing stuff that i ne- you know, wouldn't necessarily naturally have in my brain you know that i want to find so um you know it's it's a never ending quest for for new a new bag of tricks
0: you mentioned different genres of music. And now Miles, uh, he has a background in jazz a little bit. And he's also, uh, by your own words, a very accomplished guitar, uh, guitarist. So is there a trade-off between the two of you? Do you kind of, uh, or do, do, are, are your playing styles very separate?
1: Um, well, we, um, you know, I think we've done it deliberately. Usually, Usually when you have friends that are guitar players, you try to learn as much as you can from that player. But me and Miles don't. We like to we like each other to be complete. We like to be independent from one another. I think because it brings different things to the table when it comes to songwriting times. And uh, if we're just similar players, we're going to write similar stuff. So I think we fill our we fill our gaps. You know, when we first got together, I was the heavy metal guy, and he was and he was the uh, more bluesy jazzy guy. Um, nowadays, I think those lines are blurred because when you write with somebody for so long, you start knowing what, uh, you you start coming together a little bit. So, um, even on this last Alter bridge record, our, uh, producer said, I have no idea who wrote what on this record. I can't tell anymore. So me and I think miles wrote six songs. I wrote six songs. We put them on the record and, uh, he had no idea who wrote what on there back in the day, you would have been able to tell not anymore.
0: Well, that's a good thing then uh, i suppose that you're you're uh getting as g- good as the other in in their respective fields in a way um yeah, yeah. and then kind of uh going on what you said uh in terms of songwriting did focusing on your right hand did that uh affect your songwriting at all for this this new uh tremonti record then
1: no i i deliberately throw all kinds of technique away when i'm writing songs i don't uh Like I don't sit down and warm up on the guitar when I go into a writing session. I like to go into it, uh, thinking pure mood, and pure melody, pure, um, sound bed, not the technical stuff will come later. Um, I don't write with, with technique in mind, uh, you know, unless, like I said, unless I learned like a Neil soul song, for example, and it had a right hand finger style pattern that I wouldn't play normally. I would, um, whenever I learn a new, right hand pattern i'll I'll sit and i'll just fumble around on the guitar until i write something with it and if it's then it's technique driven but most of the time i will try to uh not think not get bogged down too much in the technicalities of the guitar and the theory of the guitar and just let whatever happens happens um because the more i think um the more the more i follow the rules the less creative i am i think i like to just kind of fall down a flight of stairs and see if i can land on my feet
0: with that in mind then as you were writing for this album when did did it start to take shape in your mind when did you start to see kind of some some connections between songs and when when did it start to become uh, kind of a a cohesive thing
1: um well whenever i whenever i finish a record i hit the ground running with the next record so this record has been written since uh the minute uh, walk the sky was done so um, some of the ideas have been living for years and years and years before that I, I always store my ideas that don't get used for a later later time but um, it wasn't until I had a um, a date to get into the studio where I go through all the ideas that I've written and then pick my favorite ideas and then to and then try to figure out what's going to make this a dynamic record what um, how many um, i can 't just have twelve blazing heavy metal songs, or else it 's not as heavy anymore because you don't have anything, you don 't have anything slow to to offset the speed or the the heaviness so I like to have a record have um, lean on the heavier side, but also have some more atmospheric songs, um, maybe a few uplifting songs, a few really dark songs, a few fast songs if you you know mix it up as much as, as you can but I like a record to come out usually energetic, energized, and then take you on a ride from there.
0: With what you mentioned just now, I read you had about 17 or 18 demos that you took to the studio and then you had to chop off about four or five. Uh, Was that kind of the selection criteria? Well, uh, kind of going, well, I have a couple of fast songs now, so maybe this one, I'll save this idea. Is, Is that kind of how that goes?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And even on, uh, even on the last record we did with Alter bridge. Um, the song that I worked on the hardest for that record was the song that made this record called under the sun. Um, so under the sun, uh, Elvis thought it was too, um, it carried the same space dynamically as the title track walk, walk the sky. So, um, he said, all right, we're either going to need to cut one of these songs or, you know, or we can't, you know, use this song and you save it. So I'm like, I'm definitely going to save it for my next record. Because, you know, when you put that much work into into getting through these songs, the thought of cutting ones that you really like is just, uh, it's 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 really stressful. So that's why I, I saved Under the Sun for this record.
0: This is maybe a very mean question then, but was there something that you really liked that you had to cut for this record?
1: Yeah, every one of them. I don't, uh, if a song goes through the the demo phase, it means I spent a lot of time on it and a lot of heart and a lot of soul on it. Um, so, uh, one of my favorite songs that got cut, um, it's hit, you know, it just sounds like a different band. It just sounded like something completely, you know, like it could have been out of the seventies. It could have been a bad company or something lighter than that kind of song. And, um, I loved it, but it just, when you look at the whole album, it just didn't quite fit. So uh, maybe I'll use it for... Ah, I could I could throw it at Alter Bridge and see what happens.
0: Yeah, you never know. Uh, yeah. In terms of the, those songs that you write then, is that fully formed with the themes? Because you, you mentioned Under the Sun. And, and was that already conceptually formed as well? Uh, or, or is that something that comes later?
1: Uh, no, the, the lyrics come with melodies a lot of the times but the lyric the final lyrics come when the record is is uh, gonna get recorded because uh if you if you write a song and write lyrics to a song and all of a sudden you get with your your bandmates like an altar bridge and somebody says i love the song but let's use a different bridge and you've already written the lyrics it's just it's uh, i i like to wait until you get the blessing from everybody that we're going into the studio doing this to finalize lyrics but uh, like I said, I write a lot of lyrics before that point just because I'm, when I'm writing melodies, I like to have lyrics that fit to be able to, to demo the song. But um, but the real toughest part about the lyrics is the last bit when you're really finalizing them. And, and you don't want to go through that process unless the song's finalized.
0: Mm. And now, am I right in saying that this time around, you, you didn't want to focus on on kind of the, the whole pandemic thing too much, but you wanted to kind of... Uh, well, as you said, that there's some dark songs, uh, but there's also some ho- some hope on the record. So, so was that kind of what you were looking for conceptually?
1: Yeah, you know, I I tried to to not think about what was going on in the world too much, other than the title track. But the title mm-hmm. track was definitely the only song on the record that dealt with this time in, in in our lives. You know, it was about it was about finding out that my wife was pregnant in during a global pandemic and. Uh, and in general, it's just a message from a father to a child uh, in, a, in a world that's kind of grown cold. And, and uh, it's, it's you know, imagine having a kid right now graduating high school during 2020 and go, or going to college in two, you know, 2021 and just having their lives turns upside down. It's just it's just a message. Don't let what's going on right now um, change the person that that uh, that you are.
0: Yeah, I wrote down that line, don't let this cold world change you. But unfortunately, yeah. and this is personally for me, but I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have that as well. But you have to remind yourself of that, especially when times are tough.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: so, so what is it that you do to remind yourself of that? Is that spending time with family or just picking up the yeah. guitar?
1: I was going to say, you took the words out of my mouth. If I sit down with my my kids, I'm I'm the happiest guy in the world. That's uh that's what I'd rather do more than anything. I have to. I have to hunt down my kids to get them to spend time with me because they're teenagers now. But if they ever say, you know, Dad, I want to watch a movie, I'd drop everything, you know, because it's, you know, my daughter's seven months old, so I can hang out with her. She's got no choice. She hangs out with me all day long. She can't run but, away it uh, <laughs> Yeah. No. No. So. Uh, yeah, spending time with family is definitely by far the the, the most fulfilling thing for me.
0: What do your uh, teenage children make of what you do?
1: uh they they like it you know they they think it's cool but it's um it's funny their generation and not their generation is just, just a broad statement but their their group none of them listen to rock and roll music none of them um my sons had one friend growing up that moved away but he um his name is clem and he plays guitar and he's the one kid that of all my kids friends that even liked rock music. So, he lived in the next neighborhood over and I would bring him all kinds of gifts. I'd bring him amplifiers and guitars and fex pedals and all kinds of stuff. So, the kid's got a room full of guitar gear um, because he's the only kid that liked rock. And I was like, all right, here, here, have this pedal or have, you know. So, uh, but yeah, they don't have posters on their walls of bands. You know, I think... uh, my, you know, my my youngest son liked Imagine Dragons for a little bit, so we took him to the concert. Um, they liked Twenty One Pilots. They they like stuff that's all over the radio. You know, they're not, uh, you know, they liked Iron Maiden okay. because because there was a video game, an Iron Maiden video game, and they loved it. Um, and we have the I have the Iron Maiden pinball machine at my house. Um, but they, you know, when I'm driving them around, they listen to speed metal all the time, and they just play on their phones while I'm listening to speed metal. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because I'm trying to slowly indoctrinate them with with metal yeah. metal in the background. That's good. Um, well, get, getting back to the album, then, because there's a couple of concepts uh, that I find very interesting, and um, you don't have to explain the lyrics or anything because I, I know you like to keep it open a little bit. But the, the notion of would you kill? That, that I, I thought that's that's been a discussion between me and my friends for for a long time. What would you do in certain situations, and what yeah. how far? would you be willing to go? So when did that concept kind of come into your mind? Um, well, when I wrote the
1: melody to the, to the chorus, um, you know, I, the first lyric I wrote was, would you know, if it might be the end? Uh, and would you kill if the chance came again? Um, that just kind of, that just completed the rhyme for me. And once I complete the rhyme and the, I was like, what 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 am I? What can I take from this? Would you kill if the chance, you know, what would you do um, if you're, if either if you are going for some goal how far are you willing to take it or if you're protecting your family or if you're protecting your own life if you're you know you read like the book the road and the guy's got his son and there's cannibals and there's this and that what would you do to protect your kid what would you um uh you know it's just that where would you draw the line
0: and this is very very mean but, but have you found an answer for yourself I haven't been pushed to that limit to find out. <laughs> luckily, luckily. <laughs>
1: yes. Luckily.
0: Um, well, and, and musically then, because you, you talk about how, how kind of the lyrics are entwined with the melodies and the kind of the music. So, so uh, how do you capture a certain mood or a certain sense then in the melody, in the music? Is that, do you think about that before, for instance, with which uh, You Kill? Do you think about the concept and then try to write something? Or is it always afterwards that the concept becomes apparent?
1: The concept comes um, when you have, when you hit a key line, you know, when you, with me, I'll write melodies and I will, uh, it's funny, I do, I do um, songwriting clinics when I'm on tour and I tell people how I write lyrics and how I write melodies. And I always show them how, um, when I write a melody, I'll spit words out, um, random words. They don't need to make any sense. I try not to overthink it, but I just spit words out that will fit the uh, the rhythm of the melody. And then um, once I come up with the melody, I will... I'll maybe record myself for 10 minutes singing that melody over and over and over again. And then, um, I will, you know how you can blur your vision. I'll blur my brain and I'll listen. I'll close my eyes and I'll listen to what I sang and words will naturally just pop out of the gibberish you're saying, you know, and you know, you'll, you'll hear things that you might not have even said, but they sound like that word. And I'll, I'll pull, I'll pull things out of just the mistakes I made as I was singing. And um, that's a good way to kind of get a foothold in what the song is going to be about. And then you come across a line, like, would you kill? And it's like, all right, the song's about how far are you willing to go? And I'm going to now try to um, make this cohesive lyrically and um, tell us, tell us much of a story as I can. Sometimes, sometimes I, I like lyrics so much and a melody so much with a lyric in it. It might not make as much sense, but it's so good to my brain and so good to my heart that I'm like, I'm just, I don't care if it's 100% clear. I, these lyrics need to be right here, um, and I'll do my best to make it make as much sense. But me, to me, the most important thing is to create that mood, You know that, that save that mood, and um, it, it doesn't need to be too literal all the time.
0: Yeah, I suppose ultimately it just has to sound good as well, right?
1: yeah it has to it has to make you feel something and i think lyrics mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people um and uh i mean still to this day i'll hear songs that i've heard since the 80s and i'll be like i never knew they said that i thought they said this and now it means something completely different sometimes i'm let down by that Mm.
0: final question then because i think you have another one uh, coming up um now that the world is uh, slowly opening up again I, I believe you've already uh, been able to play some shows and you're playing America and then in uh, 2022 you're coming to Europe over here uh, mm-hmm. how do you look at life uh, with that perspective on the horizon um,
1: you know I just I just hope that uh, you know we don't get ready for a tour and then all of a sudden two days into it some new regulation or some rule happens that destroys the tour you know it's a uh, it takes a lot to record a record to get a crew together, to get rehearsals done, to get everything put in place to get with the promoters and the agents and all that stuff. and get on our planes and fly to Europe and get, get all our gear over there only to have something bad happen two days into it. You know? So it's just fingers crossed. We, we are very, very, um, strict on our tours here that we've got, we've done one tour and it was, it was bizarre because, uh, you can't, you know, you, you can't, have guests? You can't sit down at restaurants. You can't go out. You know, you can't do anything. So it's um, it's a little bit, uh, you know, it's like our song, isolation, ultra. Uh, you know, you're isolated. It's uh, it's good for the uh, it's it's good for the creative side though. You got a lot of time by yourself to sit with your guitar. I'll tell you that
0: much. One well, last well, thought then, because you are away from from uh, your young uh, child. Uh, how is it dealing with that? Then uh, can you Horrible. kind of feel? <laughs> Fair enough. it's the worst it's painful
1: um so on this next tour i'm going to do my best i think we have a little break in the middle i'm just going to uh you know fly home and then get the covid test before i fly back you well know? yeah it's it's tough
0: fair enough well i wish you all the best uh with your children and and with the album and tour as well uh, mark thank you so much for taking the time
1: thank, thank you man hope to see you soon